And we are back, ladies and uh, people who are tuning in, British Mark. And uh, this is our first episode in like over a week. Feels like it's been like five years since we did an episode. Well, it's been Halloween. Right, Halloween. The last one was Halloween when my ceiling exploded. Right, the, which we, we got 12 plays on that. That, that. That's huge for us. Yeah, but we might get more tonight because we might have a special guest. Calling in. So that's... Is this going to be a cliffhanger for like the next 10 minutes? No, I'm just... I, I think she's going to call soon, so she, we should prepare the audience. Right. So it's not so much a matter of the fact that she might call in. Well... She's calling in. I mean, unless something happens, like she fall, something falls on, like her ceiling explodes. <laughs> you know? Like you never know until it happens. That's, that's, that's but, a good point. But I did, I did text her today, and she said she's game. She's... She's not big on text, so she gave me like a hundred percent. No, so I, I, chances are yes, and and it'll be a woman, I think. Right. Unless she changed her. Right. Her I sex. Don't know. Yeah. So um. So you know, usually it's just me and you. So I need to prepare myself mentally that a woman will be speaking to us soon. Right. It doesn't happen every day. Right. Uh, I have to adjust myself psychologically. Uh huh. I'll be fine, but you know. Uh. Well, you know, uh, I'll be fine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, you know, it's it's always interesting to have a third person, you know, on a podcast, like a threesome. <laughs> so, uh, but we've it, had we've had we've had guests before. I know, but it, but it's but it's a new person. Like right. I, I've actually, you don't know her that well. I don't, actually, I don't think I know her at all. Well, let me tell you, she's a woman. Right. Uh, she's she's uh, she's her name is Stacy. Uh huh. I think her last name is Kendra. I know it's Kendra. I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh-huh. that'll be a good. I don't know what, should, what I should really ask her because we have a friendship, but it's like, you know, it's like one of those friendships that you don't really know what the friendship is based on. You know what I mean? It's 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 kind of a shame that when you're a kid, you could build a friendship based on like. Wearing the same fucking shoes, but when you get older, so you kind of have to like do some mental gymnastics as to determine why am I friends with you exactly? Right. I mean, what I know do you have in common. Huh? Right. Like I know why I'm friends with her. Uh-huh. I mean, I she's a comedian or a comedian, you know. Right. So I, I I like and she's professional. Like she she you know I, that's how I met her. So I admire that. Like I would love to do that, but I don't have the balls to do that. So she she's got bigger balls than I do. Right. Um, I sh- I we guess. should we should we should discuss that at length, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I. Uh, I mean, it takes a lot of ball. You know, I've done it. I've done stand up a little bit. Right. It's 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 really scary because when you say a joke and it doesn't land. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's silence. <laughs> it's the worst feeling. In the, it's like getting kicked in the balls. You know. I I I personally prefer to bomb on stage and get kicked in the balls. I've been slightly tapped in the balls, and it's pretty bad. Well, you know, when I used to be a, a kid, which I'm not anymore. Right. <laughs> I had, I told you, I think once, it's, I had a weird game with a girlfriend where she actually, I, I, I don't. You, want, you asked her to kick you in the I balls. I did. I did. I, I was so, I don't know why I liked it. Yeah, that's, it's, that's really. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I would do that now. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't advise it. I think, you know, you know what, it, I think I just felt empty inside and I wanted to feel pain, you know? Because if I felt pain, it would mean that I'm alive. I mean, there are different types of pain you could have, better types of pain you could have gone for, more, even more manlier types of pain. Like, you could have gone out there and, like, gotten to, like, into a bar fight with someone. Right. And I was, out, like, come, 12. Come out, come out with, like, a even better. 
even better. You know, maybe racked up like a little bit of a juvenile like criminal record against you. Right. I think in my mind, here's here was my thought process. I thought she would kick me in the balls. I would pretend that it's worse than it is and start to cry. And then she would have to like be nice to my genitals after she hurt them. You know right. what I mean? That that never happened. That didn't pan out. Yeah. No, no, I just got the pain. <laughs> you know, she just she just gave me the balls and then she went on her merry way. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I think I'm more mature than that now. Right. You know. Anyway, I'm sorry I digressed there. But you know, that, that's how I am with. I'm weird with women. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably gonna be weird with uh, uh what's her name? Stacy. Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But here's another thing about Stacy that the audience might be interested in. She's um she's very like for a comedian, she's very down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know if she's gonna be oh what's that? oh did, no no that's false alarm. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Um like she's 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 funny in a but she's not she doesn't go she's not like one of those people like Robin Williams, like she's not like on all the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she might not even be funny on the show. It's a good possibility. I mean, I might have to be the funny one, you know. Right. That, that, that'll be a stretch. <sighs> well, you know, I'm not always, you know, whatever. Funny is in the eye of the beholder, you know. Right, right, right. But anyway, we don't have to talk about her until she calls. They'll be like, oh my God, a woman's calling. You right. Know? So, uh, what should we talk about? Well, let's... you're in a show. Dude, don't, don't get me started on that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so, dude. <laughs> Okay, first of all, everything is really annoying lately. Like, everything. Okay. Okay, my car... I, you had to drive me to the car place now because my car is having problems, which nobody can figure out. Fucking right. professionals can't figure out. I had to go to a fucking family wedding. And, and yes, I'm, I am I mean, you know, I, I could do like 10 hours of that. <laughs> I, uh, have you been... Uh, you fucking, I, I, fuck, I, fuck, I fucking hate weddings. Last wedding I went to was uh, 2019. Oh, uh, September 2019. Okay, first of all, I don't mind weddings. I hate, I don't like them, but if it's like a small distance, I'll go. But we had to go to Connecticut. Yeah, that a destination for me. That's a destination wedding. Oh yeah, it's like it's like flying to fucking the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. You know, and ask me for rented a car. Did I rent a car? Of course, I rented a car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not. I decided a long time ago. I'm not putting miles on my own car. Right, fuck that man. For, Especially with all the shit that's going on. Who knows? What would happen if you, Yeah. You know? I could have, like, fallen off the road on the way to the fucking yeah. wedding. So, yeah, renting a car is expensive, too. Like, I rented it for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. God. And it's, like, a long... Have you ever driven to Connecticut? It's a... It's not... I don't like it. I, I, you know, the highway is, like, whatever. But then you get to... I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> There's, uh, did you know this? Did you know this? There's a place called Woodstock, Connecticut. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Who knew, right? This <laughs> imagine was... if you went to go to the uh, – imagine like in 1969, you went to go to the Woodstock <laughs> Festival. Right. Went to Connecticut instead. Uh, that would have been – there's nobody playing there. Yeah. That would yeah. have been uh, disappointing. I was actually extra mad because I got tickets for the Lissy show, which was in Woodstock, New York, that night. So that, that one was actually in the New York Woodstock. Right. So, okay. Right. So it's like God was making fun of me. He's like, oh, I'm, you're going to go to Woodstock, but not the right one. You're going to go to the family <laughs> wedding Woodstock where the ticket – and I had second row, man. And nobody used – you know, I couldn't find people to get the t- – so oh, shit. Nobody – all right. So anyway, so, I, you know, I, I, 
Hey, okay, so so so, you, so the highway, you know, you, you see the Merritt Parkway, you know, to the Merritt Parkway is a big highway in Connecticut. Okay, and it's just I don't. It's just one of those highways that's very like twirling, and it's not. It's not. It's not as nice as some other highways. So anyway, I rented the car. I really can't think of any nice highways. Well, it's a lot of just like straightaways and a lot of like barrenness. Right. Yeah. Right. But this one has like exits that come out of nowhere and you have to really pay. You can't fall asleep at oh, the yeah. wheel. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to fall asleep on any highway. Before. No, but metaphorically, like on the New Jersey Turnpike, you can kind of fall asleep, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it's a straight line. <laughs> like like Connecticut. It was like, oh, there's an exit. Like it was coming out of, you know, it, it, there were strange. It was twisty and twirly, you know? Right. And then fucking get to Woodstock. Dude, four hours. That four hours doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're driving, you know, it's like to some place that you don't want to go to. Mm-hmm. It feels like a long time. Yeah. Right. So finally, I get there, and I'm like, okay, fine. Now, and and you know, they booked me with my family in the same hotel, and I was like, okay, hotels are usually big. This was like a really weird inn where you know, like, like you couldn't hide from them. They were like everywhere. Like the stairs were all creepy and. It's like it's like Psycho. It's like the movie Psycho. <laughs> oh yeah, you know? hotel. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I I know. I mean, like, and then and then from the exit to that creaky hotel in whatever the fuck it was, it, it was another like twelve miles of like really sharp hills. I'm like Jesus Christ! Like where the fuck is this place? <laughs> anyway, uh, that was annoying. And then oh, and then my aunt Ginny. You know. <laughs> Okay, you know, I, in my life, have you lost a credit card a few times in your life? If I lost a credit card, I don't recall. I don't think so. Okay, I've done it like 20 million times. <laughs> so, but this is totally Ginny's fault. Okay, so I get, so, you know, Ginny, you know, she has more money than I do. She said, I'll, I'll get you, I'll pay for the room, right? I'm like, thank you. Okay, so I booked the room with her credit card months ago, but they only charge you when you get there. Mm-hmm. So I get there to the fucking inn after all those fucking hills. And, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. All right. To be continued. To be continued. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, uh, hello? Hello. How are you? Are we now... Should I be on speaker? Or does that make this... I mean... No, yeah. You're good. Well, you're on speaker right we now. We were not going to put you on speaker originally, but that would defeat, defeat the purpose, you know? No, you're, you sound great. No, I mean, okay. So you have me on speaker and I have you on I don't. Whatever works for you. <laughs> okay. This, okay. This sounds, I mean, I was. If I hadn't lost my job, by the way, I'm Stacy. <laughs> I don't know if you had any introduction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Stacy. We we talked about you a little bit. We said a very a cool comedian comedian is calling us. Uh, this is Ryan. Hey, uh, what's going on? Yeah, your your partner. Hi, Ryan. I listen to you guys. You're funny. I I love you guys. And I was saying to Mr. Dan here, like, I need to buy you guys, not that I have any money, but I would love to invest in sound for you guys, like, just mics, just those radio mics, whatever they are, everybody buys. What's wrong with this? Because you guys are so good. I want your sound to be, you know, I just best to want that for you. Well, okay, maybe for Christmas you can buy me a mic, you know? <laughs> okay. But I, I'm Jewish, so I, I'm not going to buy you a Christmas in return. Well, why don't I buy you a... <laughs> Would you I'll accept buy the you Hanukkah a gift? Mic for every day of Hanukkah. Oh, that would be great! Like eight presents. <laughs> well, eight little payments to, to Leo. 
know. Right. No, it's fine. It's fine. So listen, we. I. This is a very. You know, we got twelve listeners to the last episode. We're very under the radar here. You know. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why it's good. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'd like to be. I, you'd like to be more famous, right? Oh, about famous. Uh, there's a, there's a price that comes with fame sometimes. I, I want to be famous to the point where um, I'm like invincible, where like no one can touch me. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind being that guy that's kind of like behind the scenes. You don't know he exists. Right. He wields a lot of power. But again, you don't know he exists. So anything that happens, I'm not accountable. I don't understand anything that you just said. So that's like Hollywood execs then. That's what you want to be. You want to be uh, – I'm not going to name names. Harvey so Weinstein? Yeah, I was going to say that, but then I thought it was a little too hard. Right, right. No, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, the, I'll say the, the tough things. I, I say the things that people want, want to say. It, it's very easy to get out of, Danny, what you want to say but are kind of afraid to say. So you just kind of steer him in the right direction and you're golden. Well, you know, I mean, uh, Stacy, as a comedian oh, – by the way, do you like to be called a comedian or a comedian? I mean, I don't know. Maybe comic. I don't. It's just. It's sort of. I'm like a little. I'll tell you what, what the problem is. <laughs> What's the problem? It's, the problem can be a, a lot of things. Is people don't somehow equate women. You know, they just they tell me. I, we don't really think you know female comedian. You are actually good. We like you, but we don't really like female comedian. You know, like so. That's the one part of the problem. The other part of the problem is people lose their mind when they find out. You can say I'm a concert violinist or I play the fucking bongos and Molly Molly. You can say whatever. They'll go, oh. But if you say I'm a comedian, people lose their mind. And then now they have a ton of questions. How do you get up there? How do you... It's like, what? What are you even talking about? What do you mean how do I get up there? It's what I do. I'm a performer. It's a dumb question. And I start losing my mind. Right. So the word comedian is charged for me because it's almost like... Right. You know, if I go to a cocktail party, I tell no one. I just don't want to be bothered. I want to, like, enjoy conversation. Right, right, right. So so is it okay that I introduced you as Trace, Stacy, the comedian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But, uh, but listen, but you have to understand, like, uh, I tried stand-up a few times. It's very scary. So I, I give you a lot of props for doing what you're doing, you know? Thanks. Yeah, no, but you're like really funny too. Uh, but there's people who are funny. There's people who work on stand up. There's actors. There's all kinds of things. But I want to go back to the what, what we were saying about being famous. I sort of would want to be like John Travolta famous because somehow he like when he pops back, he's still badass. Is like, he still alive? He just did this like really really cool commercial with like Santa Claus. I don't know if that was from the friggin' Super Bowl or what, but. Yeah. He's he, doing like the staying alive song. He's just good. I don't know. I like the guy. What's, what's, uh, but you know, but you, I, I guess you're saying that you don't know much about him, but you like his acting. So it's nice that he kind of stays away from the, from the limelight, sort of. I don't know. I, I sort of want to be him famous where it's like no matter what he does, he could be gone for, yeah, something about right. being a little bit clandestine, not as clandestine as your, your partner with your wants to be because that. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we should go more in depth on that because that was sort of interesting, actually. What? What Ryan said? Yeah. What? What did Ryan say? What did I say about what being famous? Oh, I want to have any effects. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to. If if I had a choice, right, to like be famous, you know, I would, I would like to be like it used to be. I wanted to be like the one out front with all the attention. 
Nowadays, with social media, again, nowadays. Nowadays. Nowadays, you have, you're, you're, everyone. That, that's Ryan's favorite word is nowadays. Everyone's under a goddamn microscope. And it's really, really quite sad. And it's, I, so many, and it's like, right. You can do the littlest thing, and all of a sudden, you know, people, they but turn it against does you. It feel like Hunger Games in that one person gets plucked off for not really a good reason, so that everybody else starts to behave. I mean, I think that's what cancel culture is in essence, but, right. you know, nobody say things that you're not supposed, you know, and but I, everyone's super sensitive. I don't, I, I listen, people, I don't agree with anything you're saying. I, I would love to get canceled. I would love any kind of attention out of my miserable, you know. I mean, really. I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, I want proof that I exist. That's why I'm doing the podcast. Like, at least these podcasts are proof that I exist. God damn it. No, I know. That's actually a good point. No, I used to say, let's cancel me. It'll be the best thing that ever happened to me. But nobody wants to cancel me. Well, yeah. right, right. But do you have any kind of following at all? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you have an Instagram account. You have, like, fans. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, like, I, I think I was, like, doing all right on Twitter before it sort of, like, went on, or whatever happened to it. Oh, it had a, yeah, they had a sex change operation. Now it's X. You know, I know that. But, I mean, I don't, I, you know, then it became really political. Yeah. It wasn't always so. Anyway, maybe it was, and I wasn't paying attention, but... Right, but 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 listen, I would want to be more famous, and I think you want to be more famous, right, Stacy? I mean, I don't know about that word. I would, yeah, bigger following, so I get booked easier and get more money. Yes. Right. Do you have to struggle to get booking? Because I think I looked but at your. I would, yeah, I would, yeah, I, I do all that legwork. It's a lot. I mean, but that's why I was like, I want to be John Travolta famous because he's like cool and he does what? good projects. What, 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 what was the last good John Travolta movie, really? What are we talking about here? Well, he, he produced, um, I think, I don't know if he wrote it, but he produced and directed and was starred in the, the um, like, biopic about Gotti, the gangster. And he, I thought it was so good. Everybody slammed it. Oh. I was like, no, it's great. No, nobody saw that. I actually liked Ladder 49. No, that's not true. If people were slamming it, that means they saw it. Okay, Ladder 49, Ryan says, I never saw that. It came out in 2006, had Joaquin Phoenix, and John Travolta was the... Uh, I think he was the captain of the fire department. Okay. It was one of those like nice like mid-2000s sort of down-to-earth, 9-11-inspired like character dramas. Right. Mm -hmm. I I like the – no, I don't think no. He's, he's probably done a project a year. I bet. I, I yeah. I, I actually I like the ones that he's terrible at. You know, there, there, he's did he did some movies that were horrendous, like the Scientology movie that he did. Anybody see that? The fuck was fuck's that one? He did a movie about Scientology, which he had he had like a beard. He was like a monster. It was Battlefield Earth. Yes. Okay. Battlefield. Thank you. Battlefield Earth. Nobody saw. It's supposed to be the worst movie in the history of movies. You never saw that, right, Stacy? No, I bet Face Off was good. I heard that was really good. Which one? Face Off. Face Off. Hey, he was. Yeah, sure. He is a kind of gimmicky. Listen, he started off great with like Grease and Santa Fever. We all agree about that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, Santa Fever. Good movie. Of, great movie. Of course. Okay. Yeah, you, I'm like a big fan. He's like, I love him, so you can't. Okay, all right, do you know this one? He follows that up with Urban Cowboy, which is good, but then Moment to Moment with Lily Tomlin, one of the worst movies in the history of movies, besides Battlefield Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I'd rather at least make some bad ones and then 
someone try to cancel me. Yeah, I get why you want to be canceled because it's almost like you feel validated, like you had enough relevance to actually. I wish someone cared enough about me to to take all the comments that I've made in the hundred episodes that we've done and just put them on a loop, you know? Because I I try to insult a lot of people, you know, but nobody cares. <laughs> Episodes, but like um, for a while there, I was drinking a lot of driving, and I, I, I did catch up on some of the dating ones. Ryan, are you are you sort of sick of hearing about Danny's um, issues with girlfriends and such? Or? Oh, wait, they're not issues with 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 what? I'm sorry, with girlfriends. Are you sick of me? First of all, Stacey, they're not issues. Okay, they're not. I don't have an issue. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have an issue. <laughs> well, whatever. You two bringing that on the podcast and talking about it. So no, is, I think it's great. I'm just asking Ryan. So I mean, it, it is true. We haven't, we haven't had Danny's relationship corner. Because there's no the relationship world. to talk about, goddammit. Oh. Well, what happened? <laughs> well, what, nothing happened. Oh, oh. No, no, no. Listen. Uh, Do you want attention? The floor is yours. No, 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 no. I don't want attention in this regard. <laughs> Listen, okay, listen, people. I, I, I'm not good with women, okay? You're, let's talk about you for a second, Stacey, okay? You you are actually a woman that people... I'm surprised you're single because I, I think w- men would want to date you because you're kind of like very low maintenance. You're like very... You're kind of like a guy with breasts, you know? Hello? Uh, okay. <laughs> no, because, you know, you... you, you, you let, let let me let me say why I think that. I think you're very you're you're very laid back. You're very like you're not overly wordy like a lot of women that I know. <laughs> right? I, I don't think that the issue is that, that, that there's not a lot of men that want to date me. I don't think that that's the issue. Oh. I think that after fifty, it's just down. It's I don't know. I have to be, I I have to talk to some other <laughs> females, but it sort of feels like oh, I mean. Men in shorts after 50, I don't know. It's just a lot. Wait, men in shorts? Yeah, there's something about shorts that freak me out. (laughs) Do do men show up on a date with you wearing shorts? No, I don't. Sweetheart, I do comedy like every week. That's another problem. I'm always doing stand-up. So Saturday night comes around. I'm trying to shut this off. Saturday night comes around. Uh, whatever date night Friday Saturday I'm I'm out working right yeah right and at work there are men in shorts in the front row man spreading and I just I I go I don't think I think I'm all set right right <laughs> right I, 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 I can't tell you the last time I wore shorts Jesus I wear shorts all the time <laughs> why is that funny. <laughs> Good. No, but I mean, my legs aren't the problem. It's my other parts that are the problem. Oh my god! No, I, so wait, because you're being self depreciating. I now it's, I'm curious. Like, what would actually? So, what's the problem with with your life and dating? Why why is it not working out? Well, because God curses me every day, and uh, he, you know, I I I I I, I I'm very. I'm very sensitive to people's energy. So like if some, and so it has to be the right person. And I just, I just haven't met her. That's the bottom line. I mean, like, I also, you know, you know what it is? You know what it is? (laughs) 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 I just swallowed my tongue. I think I I get, this is, this really upsets me because I'm a cool guy, I think. But, uh, 
but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a loner, you know, I spend all my life being alone. So when I go out, it's like I have another personality and I have a hard time, like, you know, uh, bringing the loner part into the social part. It gets very confusing and that's why I end up in therapy and that's why I can't date anybody. It sounds very Jewish. I mean, why don't you just go back to Manhattan where, you know... Jewish Jewish women... <laughs> you know, I, listen, I've tried. I'm on J-Date. I mean... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Do you, do you know what the problem is? Maybe you know something, Ryan. I think. Um, <laughs> I think I, I, I have a hypothesis. Okay. You know, let's hear it. I think you put too much pressure on yourself to uh, be the funny guy, right? I think there's a part of you, rightfully so, who may be afraid to get closer, right? And Reveal other sides for yourself. Yeah, I don't like that. Do you not like it because it may ring truth or you think it's not true? Nah, because, you know, I have a problem with the whole – okay, you've heard of sex. I'm vaguely familiar with the concept. All right, when I have sex with a – can we talk about sex, uh, Stacy? Yes. Okay, so when I have sex, which isn't very often, it gets very – like I don't know how to deal with that whole thing. You know, because like, you know, it usually happens at around 1 a.m. when the woman is kind of drunk and she doesn't know any better. And then in the morning, like I'm a horrible sleeper. So if she stays over here, then I I can't sleep. And then I'm all discombobulated. And then the morning is like, I might as well be waking up in Auschwitz. It's just horrible. Mm -hmm. And then I can't wait for her to leave. And then, you know, and then I feel bad about that. And then I start to feel guilty. I always feel guilty when I have sex. I just rather jerk off. So it's is it is it? I don't know if it's the actual act. It sounds like it's more like all the you have a lot of like neurotic kind of yeah feelings about it. It it, it. it comes out as you can't sleep and you don't want her there, but it's really something else. Well, but I I mean I'm a bad sleeper even on my own, you know. So. Uh-huh. But yeah, but you're right. I do. For some reason, I feel guilty. Like I feel like I'm supposed to like really love her, like love her, like for eternity. I don't know where this comes from. Like I can't just have se- like I used to be able to have sex and just like kind of be like all right, cool. She it was her choice. Okay, well, it sounds like you're maturing and you're you're looking to have a deeper relationship or connection with someone before you actually have sex. Maybe just try that. I mean, I know the world doesn't really. I don't know. I think everybody's confused about it, but it sounds like. To me, it would go with what you're, what you just said. Right. You get to know someone really well before you do it, so it's not awkward. You don't feel guilty. Uh, oh, who are we kidding? It's always going to be awkward until the day I die, <laughs> which I hope is, like, is soon. So, I love it. You are so funny. That's what makes you funny. Is because I always said, Ryan, I, uh, um, Danny was at like one of my shows, and um, a few of them, right? For that weekend. No, just one. I saw one. Oh, uh, just the one. Yeah. And. Um, it felt like more than one. <laughs> uh, so no, we had we had breakfast too, too. I mean, in the oh, hotel. And then, yeah, and then the other time, and Danny came, and we all had food in the morning, and um. But Danny's like like seriously funny, and I I just I don't know I I love how you're like neurotic, but then there was another person who was even more, more neurotic than you. Well, the other like, you look tame. Well, compared, are we talking about Jay Silverberg? Yeah, we love. We love Jay. We've talked to me and Ryan have talked about Jay. Uh, uh, Ryan is he? He has uh, definitely filled up quite a bit of space on this show. The, and, and, the topic oh, really? of him, at him of yeah, him. And, and Ryan has seen him live. I've and, seen him live, and it's 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 funny. 
um, in a way that Jay doesn't want to be funny, but it just it just is. No, well, sometimes he does make the audience laugh, but I, I find awkward humor funny. Like he, uh, I told you, says he had me introduce him last week, and I gave a very nice introduction. I said he's very funny, and then there were. You know, like he's he's got this awkward energy, which I find very funny. Like I could listen, I could I've seen his jokes a million times. I still think they're funny, like you know. But um, but you're right. He's kind of in real life. Uh, I, listen, I know the guy better than both of you because when I go to these meetup groups, I always end up talking to him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at the mixers, at the mixers, at the mixers, where I meet all. Yeah, I, 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 we always end up talking. And you know, he's a, so. By the way, can we talk about his texting? Is amazing. Like he he texts. <laughs> he's he's a wonderful guy, but I think he has a lot to say. So sometimes I'll be texting with him, and then when I come, and I, I'm pretty fast. I'm average. But he he could say he could write like you know he might be doing the voice of text thing that you do maybe but he I, I don't think, I he, think he's voice texting and because it's so long if you're scrolling and there's like you scroll like longer than like four or five like whatever pages and it's just a text I I can't read that like I get that kind of freaks me out a little bit right right it should either be a phone call or an email but a text needs to be like i'll see you at seven okay right i, mean, I don't know I, that, you're right i am like a guy in a lot of ways you are like a guy in a lot of ways but, but going back to jay silverberg he's actually really funny that room though can be really yeah that princeton room can be well let's not mention it no 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 we're, we're it's 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 you're a not gonna mention it. no no it's a it's a challenging room for a lot of i mean a lot of comedians i speak I, I go there almost every week so i speak to a lot of comedians yeah, it's not an easy spot. He has to open, and they're awkward anyway. I've been working there for 15 years, and it's always been like that. I mean, I've definitely done it when it was sold out. It was a little better because it was freaking sold out. Right, right. But, um, but generally, it can be kind of awkward. No, I know, I know. But actually, let, let me just tell... I mean, he has awkward comedy, but, like, sometimes it is the crowd, you know? No, for sure, for sure. Actually, the night that I saw you, that what impressed me the most is, you know, you followed, I think, him and another guy, and it was just a tough night. It wasn't their fault. It was just not the best audience in the world. And then you did, like, 55 minutes, and you, like, the molecules of the room just changed when you did your thing. I mean, for 55 minutes, that's a long time. Um, oh, well, thank you. I know, and especially if it's the room is, like, really tight. If it's almost like you're starting over. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It was, it was a tough night, but you, you, it's very... By the way, can I just ask you a professional question? I know you don't like these I questions. it was a table of an Indian family. And nothing wrong with Indian people, but it was a family and they were Indian. And they were like in the front. Like that. Like, right. Like I'm never going to get to the table. Yeah, go ahead. Ask me, go ahead. Okay, so you've been doing stand-up for a long time. Um, when you go on stage, before you go on stage, does it feel to you like a job or do you get excited still about the prospect of making strangers laugh? Um, I don't necessarily get excited about that because I've been doing it for 20 years. But like the thing that I'll get excited about is a new bit and if it works. Uh -huh. But there's many shows where, you know, like I'm sure – that one that you saw me um, down in South Jersey or Middle Jersey, whatever you call that, uh, that I think I, you know, was it was okay. It was work though. That that set was work. Yeah. So other comics sort of know what I mean. It's like you're working to keep the rhythm going. You're working to keep all the punchlines so that you don't lose them because they they already hadn't seen like very good comedy. So you had to like work hard to get the room back and then. 
So, right. yeah, I get excited if it's a big theater, and I definitely get excited if I have a couple new bits that I'm trying to work on. Right. How often do you write a new bit? Does it take you a long time to come up with a new bit? No, it's more about, I have a bunch of stuff, like, jotted all over the place. Some in my notes in my phone, and some in notebooks and that are in my purse. So, like, they're with me, but I don't look at them enough, because I have to, you actually, for me, the discipline is actually kind of like sitting down with them and trying to come up with punchlines and then going out and trying it. So it's kind of a two-tiered thing you got to do. And you got to try it way more than once. Right. So, right. And yep, right. And you have to run the risk of bombing the first time you do it. Well, I mean, it's, you know, like, here's the thing about that word. Like, I'll go do a set for 10 minutes. I'm not going to bomb, but I'll tell myself sometimes, you're going to bomb. Just go do new stuff so, to, uh, to motivate myself to actually do new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like really it's maybe a total of five lines, maybe even less, like three lines that I'm saying that are different. Okay. Um, right. And I'll sandwich it in 10 minutes. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. And I go to a bar show and just do it somewhere casual where I don't really care. So that's how you work on it. And you do that night after night if you can. Right. But if you, if you say a joke... And I'm sure this doesn't happen that often, but let's say let's say you say a joke that you think is really funny and you don't get anything. How do are you used to it? Are you, how do you deal with that? Do you just kind of go, okay, that didn't work, and just move on quickly? Yeah, that's all. You just go, all right, and then, and then yeah, you might just even make a little joke about how it didn't work. Or, okay. All right, fuck that. Fuck that one or whatever. You could even make it really quickly funny and then move to the next one because yeah. there's a show like on Tuesdays I go do, but like. Um, you know. No, I know. I think it's like, I think you get like seven minutes. So you can't do much in seven minutes. So you do three, let's say you do three old jokes. You do two or three new ones and then one old one to close and see you later. Right. But if you have 55 minutes, then you could do a lot of jokes, new stuff, right? In between. Yeah, but you don't want to because if they don't work, it's almost like there's something about the momentum in a 55 minute set where you don't want to break that with new stuff. You okay. Know, I mean, some of the older, some older guy pro comics fucking totally do. I, I, you know, I'm a little bit more reluctant, especially if, um, if they were hard to get in the first place, I might just stick to kind of the old, uh, standard. The old set that you've done for 30 years now? <laughs> it, no, I don't have an old set. For, first of all, I'm not doing comedy 30 years, but no, I mean, I just <laughs> stick to the, you know, the stuff I know works. 20 years, whatever. <laughs> Dude, she, uh, Stacy. For, for those of you who, kind of a big difference, but okay, <laughs> whatever. Math was never my strong point. So, so for those of you who don't know, Stacy has. Op- can we just say that you opened up for some really impressive people, like uh, Joan Rivers, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's dead now. Right. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think Stacy killed her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but who who else really big did you open for? Uh, well, uh, Kevin Meany. Kevin Meany. I loved oh, Kevin wow. Meany. Yeah. I really loved him. Oh, yeah, he, he was great, right? He was like, I just couldn't believe. So, this is Still like alive. Newport, Rhode Island. He died. Really fancy. Uh, Stacy, did, 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 did Kevin Meany uh, pass away? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all dead, Ryan. Stacy's the only one. I'm thinking of someone else. Never mind. Yeah. No, Stacy's the only living comedian right now. They're all dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's the only one. It's Armageddon. Oh my god, what a great concept for a movie. 
It's just you and Jay Silverberg. It's just you and Sam Blumenthal. You're the only comedians alive. And you have to, like, fly everywhere, like, terrible countries and, like, do stand-up in, like, fucking Afghanistan. Yeah, you have to go, anyway. to, you have to, go to Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not funny. No, it's not funny at all. Uh, no, but I, there, are, there are a few other... Uh, but you know, I have I go there a lot to the to the place in Princeton because you know. So I, I'm I'm studying people. It's interesting, and you know, most of them, I don't know. Like I I even like it when the joke doesn't work. I just like the whole process. Yeah, I mean, you, I think you should do it, but I I always tell you, I just warn you, it's I, a lot of work. Stacy, I can't do it. You have how many years do you have to do it to get good at it? Like ten years. I mean, it doesn't take ten to get good. It um. It just depends on how frequently. I mean, as you get older, you're not going to be as hungry. Like the younger kids, and like when I was sort of new coming up, and I never was like some of the guys. Some of the guys would do ten sets a week, and that's how they turn into a beast. So, like, it, it depends on like you know, like if you're in LA and you want to do the comedy store and you want to be like killer killer. Right. There's that... actually a really good um, YouTube of Ralphie May talking to younger comics. I can send that to you. I mean, you should try it more than a couple times. I, I you know but you you know they they want they want they they want me to bring friends you know like you know how, that's what they do I don't have more than two friends like you know what I mean or, or family I hate my family I don't want them there they never laugh at my jokes in real life Oh my god that's so funny Well you, you try to, you can do rooms that you don't require that you bring people Yeah like I'll work in the Amish country that would be great I mean, I can connect you with people. I know a lot of people in New Jersey. You're such a psycho. I love it. I know. I just think you should work on <laughs> I know. I'll, I, I'll, you know, if, if, all right. You know what? Within this year, I'll do one night somewhere. I'll do one night. And if I don't kill and if I don't become Seinfeld in one night, then I'm quitting. <laughs> no, I, I have a short lifespan here, you know? What's your mantra? Uh, my mantra is I have very, 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 very few summers left. Which is true. Yeah, my cholesterol is high. I'm gaining weight as oh, we speak. So what do you mean so Jewish? We all have cholesterol. Even Arabs have cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Not everything is a Jewish thing. God damn it. <laughs> no, but that's what's missing from my life. I'm living in like outside Boston. There's no Jews, and it's not funny. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm here to entertain you. By the way, for those of you who think that a comedian's life is glamorous, it's not. I mean, Stacy is really hard up. She's down on her luck. She lives in the well, woods. We don't have to tell people all that. No, but, but I want no. I want people to know. I mean, you're not you're not homeless, but you live in the woods somewhere. I, I had to leave. I had to leave New York in the middle of the pandemic. Well, everybody's life got turned upside down in the pandemic. But yes, it's a little rough. Right, right, right. I did Florida, and then I did South Carolina. I'm still doing comedy in other places, but ish. I know. (laughs) It does feel feel kind of weird. I'm sort of, I'm, um, yeah. But, I mean, when you get up in the morning, do you have that feeling of dread that I do that you don't want to face another day? (laughs) I'm not there. (laughs) I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I drive old people for a living. I hate my life. No, I know, but see, it, to me, it's like, I can already see, first of all, it's a short film, or it's a one-man show, which you should be writing. Forget about maybe stand-up and try to make that, a, that is so funny. What's funny? Driving old people? <laughs> that? And the, yeah, just, 
I mean, you tell me about it. Sometimes we talk on the phone and you tell me about the old ladies and it's funny. <laughs> I mean, well, it is funny, but it's it's like I mean, it's it's funny in a suicidal sort of way. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not gonna commit suicide. I'm I'm pretty happy. I mean, I'm not happy. Are we all? Is anybody happy? <laughs> I think there are some people that are actually happy. Who? Who? John Travolta? Is happy? I don't know. I don't know them, but you know. John Travolta's not happy. He lost his hair. He's not happy. He lost his wife, Kelly Preston. Oh, right. his wife. I know. He lost a son. But he, Scientology keeps him going, I guess. Oh, I forgot he, he lost his son. Did I not remember that? I think his son, don't quote me on this, all 12 listeners, but I think his son passed away a while ago. I think he's got a few kids. I, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's had loss. Do you think the Scientology people hate him? Scientology is such a weird thing. I don't know. I think, you think Scientology people hate him? No, ate, ate the son. Oh, ate, ate the son. Like for dinner? I don't know. I tried to read that book of Scientology and I got to page two. Uh, Dianetics? Yeah. I mean, the guy's a psycho. It's a cult. Uh, well, That's anyway, what I do with every religious that. text. Uh, yeah. I, I don't understand this whole Scientology thing, but I guess it works for Tom Cruise and John Travolta, the only two people in the world. Mm-hmm. So wait, so Ryan, so you've gone to the room we're talking about? For comedy? Yes, in Princeton, the comedy room, yes. Right. Yes. Ryan, you've gone? Yes. Yeah, you he... oh, it sounds like Danny is answering. <laughs> well, <laughs> have you been to the co- How many times have you been there? Oh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I've been there at least a handful of times. I haven't been there since, uh, I think, the summer. Okay. The, yeah. And have you seen have you seen Danny perform? Because I bet it's good. Uh, Stand up, no. But I mean, like I've seen him perform as an actor, and uh, he's uh, he's quite good at that. Right. Uh, I've seen Ryan perform. He's quite good at that. I appreciate that. But... Yeah. Oh, by the way, okay. You don't do. Do you know? Okay. Fuck. Fuck the world. I just got a role. All right. This is what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, but I'm not excited. You know why I'm not excited about it? I I I auditioned for a role for somebody my age. You know what role they gave me? <laughs> the, the, dad. the grandfather. I'm the grandfather. <laughs> I'm a grandfather. Are you the sick, you the sick grandfather? Or? It doesn't matter. I'm a grandfather. I don't care. I mean, I'm not, I'm not on the beach like playing volleyball. I'm a grandfather, like a crotchety old Jewish grandfather. Jesus Christ. What, what's next? I'm going to play death? <laughs> I mean, and, and there was a perfectly role pr- suited for my age, and they gave me the grandfather part. I almost turned it down. Oh, did you really? I almost said, fuck you, I'm not 76. <laughs> so, anyway, that's going to be my. I'm going to be complaining about this for the next five months. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? what? Like, the debauchery of the last role was incredible. What do you mean, the debauchery? Well, because <clears throat> some guy, like, Bagged out, and you guys had to. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, the logistics was very calm. Yeah, but at least that was a guy my age. I mean, I'm. I'm yeah. So then, you know, I, I just, I just. They have makeup and stuff. They have that spray you put on. I your know, face. but that's not a consolation. <laughs> now a grandmother's gonna come to the. You're supposed a, to be able to do a range of ages. Yeah, I'll give them a range. I'll give them a fucking range. But anyway. By the way, you're a big uh, uh, Stacy is a big movie fan. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, 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 you're a big Tarantino fan, right? Yeah. Well, I I just actually watched. Um, I gotta remember the name of it. An old um, 
I'm going to look it up right now. I texted it to a friend. Uh, Glenn Ford movie. Oh. Um, but that, but, oh, but we, we don't know anything about that. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you because you brought it up. It's but nobody called, cares about Glenn Ford. It's called Framed. It's a 1947 film noir with oh. Glenn Ford, who's kind of hot in it. Um, framed. And it was excellent. Like, those old movies, they're, like, efficient. You asked about movies, so... I know, but I, I asked specifically about Tarantino. Yeah. No, I mentioned oh, I Tarantino, Tarantino. And then you go to 1947, like, a movie that Hitler would have watched. I, I think, I think he was dead by that, that point. Steer, steering the guests? Are you trying to steer me into what you want to talk about? No, you want to talk about fucking Glenn Ford? Let's talk about fucking Glenn Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it black and white? I mean, did it hurt your eyes? Alright, Tarantino, let's look at, we all know about Tarantino, right? Right, I'm familiar. Okay. What are what is our favorite movies by Tarantino? That's tough. I mean, I the old school guy in me would say pulp fiction, but at the same time I really also appreciate Once Upon a Time. Right. Me too. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Stacy, uh what are your thoughts? I didn't like um, Hateful Apes is too violent. Some of that violent stuff just starts to get on my nerves. But I know he's like really a great director and everything. I just there's <clears throat> right. So maybe Once Upon a Time. Okay, yeah, Once Upon a Time probably the best there one. There is a scene in Reservoir Dogs, right? There's if you watch these old, this is the new director I came across, Jean Pierre Melville. He's not new. It's just new to me. He shot in the fifties in France. Now you watch his movies; everybody is influenced by him. Scorsese, Tarantino, everybody. Jean Pierre Melville, incredible. Everything he's ever done is incredible. This one is called The Red Circle. It's a heist movie. It's it's like his masterpiece. I think he has other ones too. Anyway, uh, so no, film. <laughs> the Red Circle. You say? Yeah, the Red Circle from nineteen subtitles. Nineteen fifty. It's like somewhere around there, yeah. What is wrong with you that you're watching movies from 1950? I'm obsessed. Nothing matters outside of that decade. I don't know why. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I have to buy, you know, shit. I don't know, and I couldn't, and, and I tried it for a few minutes, and then I... I, I think you have to pay for it on Google Pay, or, like, YouTube. Then there's um, the Samurai, that's another one of his, but that one you wouldn't like, it would be too arty for you. Too arty for me? Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm not... No, I mean, it's his master, if you, you like, <laughs> so you went to go... Anyway, you went to go watch The Red Circle. No, I, I, I'm not even sure if I watched the right movie because there's like 10 versions of it. They're all in French. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, I, I, need, I, need, I want a movie that's easily accessible and that I can understand. But I mean, I, listen, I, I do like movies and it, I, I will search it out. If you think it's great, I will search it out. It's just so good. Did you see the new Scorsese one, The Killers of the Flower Moon? Flower Moon. No, I was trying to get my friend to go because you can actually go to the theater. Yeah, that's usually where the movies are. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, some stuff could go straight to uh, Amazon Prime. Right, right, right. Uh, so you have a friend and your friend said no? I don't know. It's just, you know how it is. I mean, I, I can't make plans with people. They're just so inconsistent. When I want to go do something, I go do it myself. I swear to God. Right. Would you go see a movie by yourself? 
That I haven't done in a long time, so that's like a hard. I do it all the time. It's great. I do it all the time too. Like, why wouldn't you see a movie by yourself? Well, maybe because I'm getting flashbacks of like, there's a couple gigs I do, uh, maybe a couple times a month. I do comedy at a movie theater on the stage in front of the screen, and they're really bad. <laughs> oh, so it's like PTSD. So it's sort of like, I, yeah, something. I mean, actually, there's a couple movie theaters um, that have like kind of a swanky, I haven't been to them, but in the city where you can get cocktails and it's very swanky and it doesn't have that like, big movie complex feel to it so i would go to that by myself i guess i don't know yeah i mean ryan saw this one this is three and a half hours long i don't think i have the attention span you definitely oh, don't the have the attention span for that. Is three hours long three and a half hours three and a half. Oh, he did that with the irishman too what's wrong with him <laughs> i don't know the thing is i couldn't even think of anything that could have been cut that's the thing this this the story is just too big yeah i mean i'm interested in really? seeing it but i would see it in uh moderation you know it's also a depressing topic. It's not a fun movie to watch. I didn't. I didn't laugh. I think one minute throughout the entire thing. <laughs> right. It's not. There's yeah, no. It's about like the murders or something. Famous murders in Texas or something or some kind. I don't have no idea. I yeah. Think, just skimmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a good date movie. I don't think. Well, it depends if you both like are into that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not. People that people that take dates on movies, they're so stupid. Like you don't end up talking to the other person, you're just looking at a screen. Well, I don't, that's what you talk before and after the movie. Why? You can just skip the movie and just talk to each other. Well, well the movie breaks up every time. Right? What? It gives you something to talk about. So like after the movie, you can if get a drink or a coffee. People. And it's, a, it's also a good indicator. If you're able to sit through a movie together. Right. With like not going crazy, that's something you can other another thing you can enjoy together. That's it's. I know, but if you need an outside source <laughs> to connect to a human being, then you know you're in the wrong relationship. That's but how I, all relationships are. Nothing is the right thing. <laughs> My perfect ideal relationship would be someone that I wouldn't need an outside source to have something to talk about. I guarantee you, no relationships do not rely on. Well, I'm, trying, I'm trying to see if I if I'm using a double negative. There are no relationships that do not rely to some extent on external sources. Okay, well that's why I'm single. Right. I, I mean, I I, 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 food, eating together, having dinner. Food is an external source. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. I hate talking. I hate having food. And then, what? Oh, you gonna talk about the food? Like, I used to be in a relationship, and we talked about like what, what ingredients went into the fucking salad. Who gives a fuck? You know, I hate that. I hate talking about food with anybody, men or women. Food, you just eat and just leave it. I know we talked about the fish and potatoes before. Yeah, but, we, but we're not dating each other, right? <laughs> I think that, all right, I should shut up about this, but I think, Danny, you should watch Richard Lewis because you're sort of similar to him. Like, there's just, like, neurotic rants. All right. I I, I don't want want to be like Richard Lewis. He looks horrible, dude. You already are. I am not. Richard Lewis is about to, I mean, I love He's he's been about to die for, like, the past 15 years now. He looks like, he he looks like not, he looks like the the, the Grim Reaper, you know? Um, but I listen, and I and I went to see him live once. Like I went to New Brunswick to the comedy The Stress Factory, and I didn't think uh-huh. he was. I didn't think he was funny. So, I mean, I like him in small dosages on Kirby Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. but like, oh, he's so funny. But yeah, well, I don't know. All right, 
No, I mean, I don't want to be... Compare me to, like, Don Johnson. Don't compare me to, like, Richard Lewis. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I don't want to be... Like, I, I, when, I, when I came out of the womb, I didn't say to my mom, Hey, I want to be like Richard Lewis. Or Woody Allen. or any, I, but, but I turned out to be who I am. So fuck everybody. Never mind. Never mind. No, no, no. It's okay. It's. Like, I know you meant it as a compliment. Who's who? Who's your like ideal person that you want to be? I, what do you mean? Like a person, like a role model, like a woman that you grew up and you wanted to be like. Uh wow, that's a tough one. I mean, are you talking about um? Like in culturally stand up, or what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, any, any, anything, anything. Just give me something. <laughs> anything. <laughs> it's a bad question. All right, maybe you never. You don't want to be like anybody. <laughs> Not the most thought out question. <laughs> no, it's a good question. Like everybody had. Don't you have a? Did you when you were growing up? Didn't you have a role model? Not really. Well, if you were asking me, like, who do you like? Stand-up-wise or something, off the top of my head, it would be like Bill Hicks and George Carlin, or not in that order, but just, it would be like, right. you know. Um, okay. But All right, listen. Generally, I'd have to think about it. Okay, don't stretch your brain cells. It's fine. Listen, in conversation, you throw out things. I had a list of questions that we didn't even get to, and we're, <laughs> we're going to run out of time because this thing cuts us off in 60 minutes, and we have like five more minutes. So... Um, have questions? No, the conversation was better, way better. No, but I had great questions. Like, oh, actually, well, we could do another one. We could do another one. I mean, sure, we have nothing else to do. I mean, not to, for tonight, but like you know. No, I know. What are, What are you gonna do tonight after this? After you're you gonna have. Well, my uh, friend is coming over, and we are babysitting her ex husband's dog. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah, yeah, she likes animals. You have cats and dogs and stuff. Well, you know what? It was terrible, but we just put the cat down. I mean, I cried like a baby. So, oh. so the cat's gone. I'm sorry. You know, now we have the dog, so that's what we're, we, we're going to go um, watch a movie with him. We actually have to sit with the dog because <laughs> he's lonely. You're going to watch a movie? Yeah. What movie are you going to watch? Well, now i got to look up. On Amazon because we're gonna watch it in a room that doesn't have the DVD player. So you know, I, I had a bunch of DVDs picked out for my friend. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, she's never seen Manhattan, for example, Woody Allen's Manhattan, and I said, well, she hasn't seen any of his films. So, All right. So let me just. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 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 what? No, the Woody Allen, Woody Allen thing. <laughs> now, don't you find? Now, listen. I, I don't. Oh my I, God, I feel like we started a whole thing right now. No, I know. We, I know. We can, and we can't finish it. But I just want to say that it's nice that you're such a big fan of his movies. I like some of them a lot. But Manhattan, it just feels a little. Is that one of your favorite ones? Well, I, I happen to have the DVD because I opened some box and there was a bunch of shit in there. And, uh, you know, he won the, he won the the Oscar for Best Picture for Manhattan. So okay. it might be a good one to show her because she hasn't seen any of them. Basically, for those who don't know, the premise of Manhattan is Woody Allen dates a woman who's like a girl. She's like 12 years old. <laughs> right. no, I don't, no, I don't know. She's like young, right? A lot younger than he is, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know about. I don't think it's black and white, right? It's black and white. 
black and white. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while either, but it's with Diane Keaton. And um... right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Some of his movies are very like heavy-handed, but you know, I, I, I really love the early ones when it was really funny, and you know, everything you want to know about sex was a great one. Bananas. I mean, I mean, but there's then there's like crimes and misdemeanors is a great film. Oh, but it's so heavy, right? I mean, right. He he can just do like I don't know. I can gush about him, but I shouldn't because he's you know in his personal life. But I know, I know, I know. So, and you have, by the way. are you going to be um, uh, coming? Are you coming to New Jersey, right, in December? In December, I am going to be at the Comedy Cove. See, Ryan. Uh, now I feel. I feel like I need to actually go and see her again because now we're sort of friends. You know, <laughs> it's good I'll to support your friends. Fifteenth and sixteenth, you guys. I'll, I'll get tickets for both you guys if you want. I'll get comp tickets. Oh, that's nice. You get a steak. It's a great steakhouse. Um, they have good cocktails. If you go on their website or even their Instagram. They post a lot of pictures of their food, and it's like <laughs> mouth watering. But. Um, okay. So that that would be fun. It'll be Christmassy. I'm gonna try to stay a few days because I want to like go to Manhattan and go to Macy's and all that. Right, right. So, you, so you're you're inviting us to your show. That's nice. Yeah. Like comp, like we don't have to pay. You know, I don't I don't like to pay for things. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I am paying with my with my time and with my gas. Yes, I'm, I'm I not. Will, I will get you tickets if you. Okay. Alright, I think that's gonna work. I'm actually going to Chicago a week afterwards, but uh but I think that weekend I'm free. So I feel I feel like and but I want you to do some new material. Um none of this dating apps stuff that I've heard before. <laughs> oh my god, I have so much more to say about that. But <laughs> no. for our twelve listeners, I think it's like Scotty's Steakhouse.com. But you'll find it. It's Comedy Cove. And it's at Scotty Steakhouse. Yeah, and you're, uh, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll put your name on the title of the episode, and um, all of our twelve oh, list, all of our twelve listeners would be glad to come to your show. Oh my god, it was so great talking to you guys. I feel like I didn't talk to Ryan as much as I talked to you. I mean, I talked to both of you definitely, but I love the back and forth that you two have. I'm gonna buy you my one day, maybe with my comedy coast money. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, listen, if you want to buy us stuff, that'll be good. Nice. I'm I'm up for it. I'll buy you a pony. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. But I I, I actually Ryan uh, joked around last week with me that he's going to buy me a book. It was a joke for Christmas, and I said, "Please don't okay. buy me anything because then I have to buy you something, and that's just a weird thing." Yeah, it's it's, it's you know I I'm I'm not big with like buying dudes anything. I, I don't there, to, to, there could be like an <laughs> all right an unintended. You know, yeah. message behind it. And no, just, I'm totally not. I don't want to go there. I know. I'm not. A, I'm not attracted to you in any way, man. I appreciate it. Feelings definitely mutual. You know? All right. I mean, Stacy's another story. Stacy is a woman. You know. I'm just saying, but right. she, but she lives in Boston. You know. Rumor has it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for spending time with us. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad we did this. This was fucking fun. Uh, I think I was charming and witty. Those are adjectives. Those are adjectives. (laughs) Those are adjectives. Yeah. Uh, And next time we'll talk about stuff that you want to talk about. Maybe. All right. No, we just, 
I love that you just go around the world. It's good. It's it's uh Yeah, because there's a lot of other we we didn't talk about colonoscopies. We didn't talk about there's a lot of other things I'd like to get into deeply. Oh my god. All right, I'm hanging up. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jason. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, thanks. Bye. Later. Bye. Okay, wait, we have twenty more seconds. Twenty more seconds. All right. Well, that was that. Yeah. Uh <laughs> We might have to do another one, just you we and me. Do, yeah, just yeah, back to basics. Yeah, now. because we have a lot of shit to talk about. We're starting to sell out, getting guests and everything. And <sighs> yeah, yeah. Jesus this this is taking up a lot of our time. Like, my God. No, but she was good. She was good. She was, was good. That was good. Yeah, was yeah, she was oh, good. shit, we're almost oh, done. Oh, oh, keep chasing the sun. Bye.